You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 85. Tips on having a successful mentor and mentee relationship. This is like part two from last week's episode. Let's go. that is intended to change your life. It's intended to motivate you. It's intended to inspire you. It's intended to have you stand up in your circumstances, no matter what it is you're going through and demand change for your life. I'm your host, Jeff Martin of jeffadmartin.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we want to talk about tips in having a successful mentor and mentee relationship. But before we get into that, I just want to say thank you very much for all of you who have subscribed, for all of you who have downloaded, for all of you who have clicked play, for all of you who have left a five-star rating. I just got to say thank you from the bottom of my heart because I know how valuable your time can truly be. You can gain money and lose money. But when it comes to time, you can never get your time back. So the mere fact that you're spending some time with me to listen to these podcast episodes, I just got to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I am so grateful for each and every one of you. I got to tell you, we are at the end of January and I am in the city of Toronto or just outside the city of Toronto. And it is absolutely freezing at this time of year. So I want to shout out some of my listeners. I know there's a couple of listeners in Hawaii. I know there's a couple of new listeners in India, a couple of new listeners as well in Australia, because I know your weather is a lot better than what it is now in the city of Toronto in Canada. So I just want to shout you out and do me a favor, send some warm vibes, some sun rays this way because I can't wait for it to warm up. Now, last week, we spoke about mentorship and the benefits of having a mentor. If you haven't listened to that episode, do yourself a favor, stop this one right now and just jump back and listen to the last episode so this one here can kind of help you along. You can kind of continue along the journey of us talking about mentorship and the benefits of mentorship. Today, we want to speak about having a successful mentor-mentee relationship. But just again, to touch on last week, we spoke about the benefits of mentorship, and I'm not going to go into details, but some of the key points that we were able to speak about was increasing your confidence. If you have a mentor, it increases your confidence. Having a mentor also helps you to make fewer mistakes. It helps you to increase your networking because your mentor has already been in the field, so they're going to going to be able to help you to uh, gain a new uh, networking space. Also, having a mentor or the benefits of having a mentor is that they're going to give you honest feedback. They will also give you the required perspective that you need. A good mentor also is going to share in your success. As well, Having a, 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 the benefits of having a mentor is that they become the sounding board that you need when everybody else in your circle doesn't understand what you're going through because your mentor is in that field. They're in that arena. They understand everything that you're going through. And the last one that we spoke about last week is having a mentor helps both of you to learn along the way. Again, listen to last week's episode. We go into a little bit more detail with all of those points. But now to grow from that, to take it to a second step. Today's episode, we want to talk about the tips on having a successful mentor and mentee relationship. 
It doesn't make any sense if you're going to enter into a relationship where there's a mentor and mentee, regardless of what side you're on, and you don't lay down the ground rules. You have to lay down those rules so you know what parameters you're working with. You know what to expect. If you are the mentor, you know what to expect from the mentee. And if you're the mentee, if you're the person who's looking to learn, you have to put things into place to allow yourself to get the biggest benefit from that situation. So these are some key elements that is so important. I look some of these up and I've used some of these as well in my walk of life. And it's so important if you want to have uh, a successful mentor and mentee relationship, then keep some of these, these things in mind, write them down, go over them and reflect on them. So when you enter into your next relationship or even if you're in a mentor mentee relationship now where you're learning or you're the, the teacher, you can use these to kind of help to guide the relationship and make uh, it easier or better for you to learn so much more along your path. So the first one, to have a successful mentor and mentee relationship, you have to define the exact objectives. What are you there for? What are you looking to learn? Or what are you looking to teach? What are the exact things that you're looking to achieve? If you're just looking to hang out and have a burger together, then that's one thing. But if you're truly looking to establish a proper relationship where it's going to be the most effective, then you really got to establish the objectives. What am I looking to gain from this person? If I sit down with them, what am I looking to, to achieve? My goal for 2019 is to get a speaking coach who has been uh, in the realm um, for a number of years. He's working and continues to work with some of the bigger speakers this world has seen. And it's important that I write down my objectives as I go forward. What is it that I'm looking to learn from this individual? How am I looking to grow? What do I want my speaking or your business or whatever it is for you? What do you want it to look like at the end of this mentor-mentee relationship when it does come to an end? How much do you want to grow? How much do you want to improve? It's so important that you write down the exact objectives so you have something to work towards. Again, if you're looking just to hang out, then that's one thing. But if you're looking to actually learn, to grow, to expand, to create something, then you really have to write down your objectives so you know when you actually hit it. It goes back to what we spoke about a number of episodes ago with setting your goals. You have to be specific. When you're specific in setting your objectives, you know exactly when you hit them. And then even when you hit them and you surpass them, you know how much you surpassed it by because you had a certain goal of, say, 10 and you got to 15. Now you know that you've surpassed it by five, right? Setting the objective is so important when you have a mentor-mentee relationship. Number two. When you have a mentor-mentee relationship, if you want to be if you want it to be successful, you have to agree on the communication and how often. There's a young man that I've been mentoring for a while. We've taken a bit of a break, but I could tell you that we were speaking every single Friday for a long period of time. And that was the time that we set out, we cut out because I was able to afford to give him that time and he was able to, uh, you know, uh, have that time to speak as well. And we would speak for about an hour and we'd go through some of the things that he was going through and how I was able to help him to improve uh, the situations and the problems that he had in his life to make his life better. We were able to cut out that time and it made it easier because it was it wasn't one of those things where, OK, I don't have time on Tuesday. Let's see if I can cut out time on Wednesday or I have time on Wednesday. What about you? No, Wednesday is, is busy for me and, and on and on. 
cut out that time, make that time or, or whatever it is for you, whether it be through email, whether it be through meeting in person once a month, twice a month, whether it be talking on the phone like myself and my mentee once a week, whatever it is that works best for you. But it's best that you agree on the communication and how often you're going to do it. Because at least then you can set certain tasks and goals. So again, when I had my mentee, I would set uh, certain tasks for him to do. And he had to get them done by Friday. And so Friday would come around. And again, we would have another conversation because Friday was our day, Friday evening. And uh, I would be able to learn you know, what he learned from going through those tasks. Again, if you don't have the certain set schedule and you give someone a task to do, are they going to get it done in time within the next two days that you speak? Or is it one of those things where, yeah, we'll talk in a couple of weeks and there's no time frame? It's so important, again, to have a distinct time frame and a way of communicating, again, whether it be through email, whether it be in person, whether it be uh, over the phone, whatever it is that works well for you. But again, if you want to be precise on getting to hit the objectives that you want for yourselves, then communication Figuring out how often and how you're going to communicate is so key in regards to moving forward in having that successful, successful mentor-mentee relationship. Number three, remember that your mentor is busy. They are extremely busy. Listen, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are um, someone who's just trying to get the best out of this world, there's a good chance that you have a lot going on. You're working on that business. You're working on that app. You're working on that book, whatever it is. You have stuff going on. And if you are a mentor, it's important that we cut time out for our mentee. But if you are that mentee, respect the time of your mentor. Understand that they can be extremely busy. So if you do set a time, if you do set a schedule, then be respectful enough to stay with it. Of course, things happen. Life happens. Accidents happen. You know, things are, are going to take place. However, for the most part, if you can set a certain schedule and keep it, then I encourage you to do so. Because at least your mentor who's taking time out of their busy schedule to teach you will realize that you are serious about learning from them. But if you joke around, if you come in five minutes late, if you miss appointments, that mentor who has a wealth, a knowledge, who will probably help you to become better in your life, help you make more money, help you, you know, just expand your business or whatever it is for you, that person is going to realize that you're messing around and you're going to miss out on a great opportunity, all because you didn't respect the time of your mentor. So respect your mentor's time. Time, like I said at the beginning of this episode and every episode, time is the most valuable thing we have. So don't waste your mentor's time. If you are a mentee, do not waste your mentor's time. They are busy. Number four, if you want to have a successful mentor-mentee relationship, keep communication open. Meaning if you mess up on something or you actually don't do a task that was asked of you by your mentor, just admit it. Admit it. Again, as I talked about, life gets busy. Things are going to happen. And that's okay. Like, that's what life is all about. You, you know, one day is never really the same as the next day. 
But when you do get someone who is going to take the time to listen to you, to uh, mentor you, it's so important that you keep the communication open. If you try to do a task and you mess up, if you don't follow through with a task, if you, you know, if you just don't have the time to do the task that your mentors ask you to do, then just come out and admit it because your mentor is probably going to find out. And when they find out, again, it goes back to the last one. Your mentor is busy. They're not there to waste their time. So if you're there to mess around, then just let them go and, you know, do what they have to do. But again, keep the communication open. If you don't finish a task that you've been asked to finish, then just be honest about it. Be open and tell your mentor why. And that's going to help you to have that successful relationship that you need to have. Number five. If you're going to have a mentor-mentee relationship that is successful, it has to be driven by the mentee. I had a mentee once where I was helping him along trying to achieve a certain goal. And the beginning of, of the relationship, it went, went really well. Uh, we were able to meet at certain times and our schedules were kind of back and forth. So we couldn't really set a set time. However, our communication was open and we're able to talk fairly regularly and say, okay, I can't make today, but I can make tomorrow. And it was able to work out. We were able to work out that side of things. However, as we went on, I found that he started to fall off. And I guess life gets busy. Things happen in life. I know that he, for example, was getting married and he had a, was buying a house. And again, life gets busy. However, it's so important that the mentee drives the relationship because as much as I can learn from a mentee, if I'm a mentor and as much as I can learn from a mentee, because I think we learn from everybody. If you walk down the street and you spend two minutes speaking to the guy at the bus stop, you're going to learn from him. If you speak to the guy who's standing on the corner asking for change, you're going to learn from him. You can learn from everybody. So it's I know that I can, as a mentor, I can learn from my mentee. But the truth of the matter is the mentee is the one who's looking to learn more than the mentor. As a mentor, I can really learn from any mentee. So if the mentee is the one that's looking to, you know, for example, learn to do a podcast like mine, looking to create a book, looking to uh, speak, and they come to me and ask me for that information, they need to drive that relationship, meaning they have to be on me to say, all right, Jeff, this is when we're going to meet. These are the things I want to speak about uh, after the meeting. They can say, OK, Jeff, these are the things I'm going to do. This is the next time we're going to have a meeting and such. They have to be the one to push and drive that relationship, because in the end, there's not a whole lot of benefit to me in terms of that relationship. Again, I can learn from my mentee, but I can also learn from the guy down the street. If you are a mentee and you're looking to expand whatever it is in your life to make your life better, you need to drive that relationship with that mentor. Because there's a good chance that even if you're a mentee, you probably went out looking for a mentor. That mentor probably didn't go out looking for someone that he can train, right? So if you got out looking for a mentor, then you got to drive that relationship. All right, number six. If you want to have a successful relationship as a mentor and a mentee, then as a mentee, it's important to take advice and to act on it. But even if you don't, explain why. Because maybe that, that certain specific piece of advice, maybe it doesn't work well for you. Maybe it doesn't really jive with the type of business that you have. For example, if you have a mentor who owns a clothing, uh, clothing line, let's say, 
and you are a mentee who's looking to learn from that clothing uh, line uh, owner and you want to start your own line of hats, for example, certain things that might work with T-shirts, that might work with pants, that might work with shoes may not work with hats. Things sometimes have to be marketed differently. So if the mentor, for example, is giving advice on how he was able to do uh, certain things with his clothing line, his shirts and his pants and his shoes, if you are a hat owner, if you have a business that's all about uh, hatwear or headwear, then it may not necessarily apply to you. A lot of it will because it's all clothing. However, because you're working with strictly hats, there might be some differences. So again, it's so important that if you take the advice, act on it, right? But if you don't act on it, maybe it's not specifically for you, then be open and honest about it and show them why you weren't able to act on it. Again, because that's going to give that mentor an opportunity to learn in their business as well. Maybe they'll now learn that, ah, oh, everything I did with my shirts and my, my pants and my shoes doesn't work for hats. Again, that's just an example at the top of my head. But again, I talk about, you know, it's important to take advice from your mentor. Don't waste their time. They're not there just to blow air. Uh, they really want to try to help you if they're going to take the time to sit with you, to talk with you, to cut time out of their busy schedule. So it's important to take their advice. But even if you don't act on it, then let them know why, because maybe it's not specific to you. Number seven, remember that the advice that you're getting is constructive and it's not criticism. I am working on a project and there's somebody that I was working with and when I went through some of the things that he was doing that I, I requested from him, I know that he took offense and I could see it, I could feel it and he didn't say anything. Then afterwards he kind of came to me and said, yeah, you know what, I wasn't really feeling what you were saying at first, but after I sat down and I thought about it, I realized, Jeff, everything you said made absolute sense. We need to make sure that the task that we're working on absolutely flows so people can understand exactly what we're trying to deliver. And again, you know, as a mentor, my job is never to try to cut somebody down. My job is never to try to embarrass anybody, to make them look bad, to show off their mistakes in a malicious way. It's all constructive. It's all for the purposes of making them better. If you find that your mentor is embarrassing you, is making you look bad, then it's probably time to find a different mentor. However, for the most part, mentors are not there to embarrass you. They're not there to make you look bad. Mentors are are there to improve your situation. And if you find that your situation is improving, even though um, you know the information you might get might be a little bit harsh, that that might just be your ego. Sometimes we have egos that step in the way, but it's important that we step away from our egos if we're looking to really and truly learn. The information that you get from your mentor, it's constructive. It's not criticism, so don't take it as criticism. Take the information, learn from it, run from it, marinate on it, let it sit in your head and think about what was said to you because ultimately you might find that that person who maybe appeared to be malicious really wasn't malicious because they've been down the path of the area that you've been trying to get into because they know what it's about, they know a lot more than you. So maybe they're trying to help you to cut down on certain um, mistakes that you're making that they've already made. Maybe they're trying to help you to speed up uh, 
the growth of your business because they know that path, they've been there, but whatever it is, the, the, the information that they're looking to give you, it's not criticism, it's constructive. So ensure that you're taking it that way. All right, here's another one. If you want to have a successful mentor-mentee relationship, it's so important to find a way to say thank you. Again, I keep going back to the same thing. Mentors are busy. They have a lot going on. So you can use the words thank you. You know, we all say thank you. But if you met with your mentor three, four, five, 10, 15 times, and at the end of the conversation, you always say thank you, that's cool. That's actually you know, pretty, pretty needed, I would say, but find other ways to say thank you as well. Maybe you send them a gift card to their favorite store. Maybe you send them a bottle of wine. Maybe you, you know, give something to their kids, you know, to, so their kids can have fun toys or something like that. Well, but something that shows that you are grateful for the information that you're learning, because the truth is that the, that if you're speaking to a mentor who owns a string of shops, let's say a string of stores, the information you're learning from that individual, many people pay thousands of dollars in colleges, in universities, and even as internships to actually gain the knowledge that you're gaining for free or that you're gaining at a probably respectable price. So understand that saying thank you is something that is so important because at least it shows the mentor that you actually care for the information that you're receiving and you appreciate it. So give them a bottle of wine, give them a gift certificate to their favorite restaurant, um, give them a package to the local massage and, and you know health spa or whatever it is. Find out what they like and hook them up, take care of them, whatever it is. But every once in a while, it's important that you say thank you. You show your mentor that you are grateful and you're thankful for the information that you continue to get from them. All right, number nine, if you want to have a successful mentor-mentee relationship, keep in touch even when that relationship is over. So you may go on for a span of about a year and you're like, you know what? Thank you so much, mentor. I've learned everything I need to learn. Now I'm going to go out and increase my business because you've taught me. And then you may not speak to that person for a while. I may not have or you may not have the same um, weekly conversations that you once had. But it's so important to continue to keep in touch because again that person is now in the field that you've just learned from they may learn new information that you don't have and now potentially um, you know you may want to go back to learn that new information from them or maybe you learn new information and now you want to share it with them to help to expand their business and now you become the mentor and they become the mentee right having relationship buildings and building that network is extremely important to help to build whatever it is that you're looking to build in your your life. So it's important to keep in touch with your mentor and even the mentee. If you are a mentor yourself, keep in touch with your mentee. But again, going back to what we talked about, it's important that the mentee drives the relationship. So even though both sides should really keep in touch after the relationship is over, the mentee really should reach out to the mentor every once in a while, see how she or he is doing, check on their business, check on their family, whatever it is, and keep that relationship going because you never know when you're gonna need each other again. And lastly, if you wanna have a successful mentor-mentee relationship, then you gotta be open to diversity. What that means is that maybe if you're older, maybe you get a younger mentee if that's going to help you in your business. If you're younger, get somebody older. If you're male, get someone who's female. If you're black, get someone who's white. 
My point is, is that everybody has an opportunity to learn from everybody else. Someone who's the exact opposite of me may have a plethora of knowledge and ability in their space. And I want that information. So that's the person I'm going to go to. Doesn't matter if they are a female. Um, doesn't matter if they are another race. Doesn't matter if they're another religion, for goodness sakes. Doesn't matter if you believe in God and they don't. My point is, is that we all have an opportunity as human beings to learn from each other. So let's be open-minded to who we look at as coaches, as as mentors and learn from them no matter what walk of life they come from. Because again, potentially that can make your business better and it can make you better. So just because they don't match what you look like or they don't match the thoughts of what you would think of when it comes to a mentor or a coach, it doesn't mean that person doesn't have knowledge and ability to share. So keep your mind open to that. And I guarantee when you find the individual, you're going to learn so much, no matter what their background, even if it's different than yours. So be open to it because that's going to help you along your own path. All right, good people, listen up. It's so important to have that successful mentor-mentee relationship. If you're looking to grow your business, if you're looking to write that book, if you're looking to create, if you're looking to advance in a certain area or field, look for somebody who's going to help you along that journey. And then use these tips to make that relationship so strong because you're gonna learn so much more. If you can keep your mentor engaged, then they are going to give you the wealth of knowledge that many people have to pay thousands of dollars for in an educational institution. And you get it all for free. Why? Because you're able to maintain a successful, a great, an amazing relationship between the mentor and mentee. So take these tips and create that great relationship because in the end, that's going to help you to become the person that you are looking to become. All right, good people. I will see you at the top of the next episode. Peace.